Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Third Thursday Podcast with your hosts, Harry Ozarek and Ben McEntee, where we hope to connect, encourage, and equip student ministry leaders of today. This is a resource provided by the Rocky Mountain District of the Christian and Missionary Alliance, and you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Please hit the like, subscribe, and share buttons to help others be connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. Here are your hosts, Harry and Ben. All right, welcome to the Third Thursday podcast, where we want to connect, encourage, and equip our youth leaders. My name is Harry Ozarek. I'm the point person here in the Rocky Mountain District for the youth, and I am joined by our co-host. All right, we are. There is no one-person show here. Well, I am jo- joined by my co-host Ben. Ben, give us a shout. Hey, glad to be here. Ben McEntee. I am the associate pastor at Alliance Fellowship Church in Bozeman, Montana, where I get to serve children and youth. And excited to be here. Excited for this conversation today. Right. So this is the very first episode of our Third Thursday podcast. And the topic of the day is our is is prepping for fall launch. But before we get to that, I okay. just have one little funny that I want to send out to you. All right. Got it. Got and it. It's, it's a thinker. Okay. I don't I'm know thinking. if you've ever heard of shower thoughts before, but um, <clears throat> things that just come to you, right? As uh-huh. as you're as you're as you're showering, uh, and this I is have one. a few. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a great time to think. Sometimes, when you grow up, I don't know if you notice, but people stop asking you what your favorite toy is. Oh. Okay. So if this is the question, what is my favorite toy? Is this the question? Well, no, it's it's just curious what you think of that. Do you think that's true? Do people stop asking you about what your favorite toy is? Or does the word toy just, you know, change? <laughs> you know? Like, we don't call many things toys when you become adults, right? But uh, yeah, yeah, if we're yeah, honest, yeah. we all have, quote-unquote, toys as we get Certainly. older. You yeah, know? my toys just get more expensive. Right. Right. As you right. get older. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, like I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, yeah. So, no, no. Yeah. I, I still, I still have toys, but I don't call them toys. Right. Exactly. Right. That's what I was I, thinking about, right? Is no one asks you about your favorite toy, but, but, you know, I think we still have toys. We just don't like calling them toys, even though that's what they are, you know? No. No. I, yeah. I, I like I, my guitars, I guess, are my toys. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. That go. would be, that would be, yeah. I like guitars. Yeah. I don't know. I collect vinyl records. Is that a toy? Would you consider that a toy? Uh, depending on the age that are, that's handling them, you know, you wouldn't want your four year old grabbing one of those, you know? Oh, well, my kids do collect records too. They get all do these, they? uh, yeah, yeah. We get, we get them all the old, like, uh, storybook ones and they rattle those off in the summer and winter yeah. and stuff. It's nice. It's good. I love it. Good Love times. It. Right? Boat. I have a boat. And I say boat because I'm from Minnesota originally. All right. So we. You say it like how? How do you say it? Boat. 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 Yeah. Boat. You get the old. I say boat. Yeah. Boat. Because... Wait, hold on though. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> how do you say, how do you say pillow? Pillow. Yeah. Don't say pillow. That's I say one. pillow. I no. say pillow. I do. No. I do. I get uh, a lot of black from my family for saying <laughs> pillow. You don't say milk, do you? No, no. Okay, I don't. All right. I, it, wait, wait. How is it? Well, okay. So no, not because I might. I might. I say milk. Milk or milk? Milk. Oh no. <laughs> so do you say pillow? Do you say pillow I... or pillow? Pillow. Okay, hey, hold on, because now I'm really thinking about it, so I just ah, have to put in a sentence. I have to put in a let's sentence. go. Uh, uh, hey, give me that pillow. Uh, you yeah. say pillow straight up. You say I pillow. do. I know yeah. I do. It's, and it's and it's pillow. Isn't that right? It is pillow. Yep, it with an pillow. I. The yeah, I. yeah. I know it's not. Yeah, I know I can spell pillow, <laughs> but I pronounce it pillow, <laughs> not pillow. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, thank Good. you, those of you that are listening and joining us in this conversation today. Again, our topic for the day, our conversation for the day is preparing for fall launch. And youth leaders all over the world, all over the U.S. and so on, um, are probably starting to think about what are we going to be doing. And so 
We mm-hmm. want to just kind of frame the conversation a little bit. And so the first question I have, Ben, for you and myself and anyone yep. else listening is what comes to mind when we think about fall launch? Um, I know for me, it can feel like a very big event. Mm-hmm. Um, so big is what comes to mind a lot of times. I don't know sure. if that's always the right thing, sure. um, but that's definitely something. But I'm curious what you think. What comes to mind, Ben, when you think of yeah, fall Yeah, I mean, launch? I think... I was thinking summer's ending, school is about to beginning, is about to begin. We're as uh, people working with youth, serving youth either, either as a pastor or a director, where as our young people are going back to school, there's something new happening. There's changes, grades are going up, uh, uh, people are going up in different grades, ages, etc. So you're just thinking about how are we going to leverage that these opportunities that are going to come out of them going back to school. So I just think of there's opportunities. There's a newness. There's like new beginnings. Um, I like to do my calendar, right? Like you just you just start thinking about calendar stuff. Yeah. And just yep. and that and that I don't typically do a ministry calendar January to December. I have that kind of, but mostly I'm doing school year. So yeah. End of August through through into May or June, wherever wherever it is that you land. So those are the things I'm thinking about. Just kind of organizing yep. and then thinking about those opportunities that are coming up. Yeah, right. Another word that comes to mind when I think of fall launch is exciting or excitement, right? It's it's getting yeah. to start like you mentioned the new, the 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 reset. It's like, all right, the previous year's done. Now we get to, you know, strike out onto a new path. Absolutely. And uh, that always gets me just pumped. That gets me incredibly excited. I think sometimes we can get lost in the weeds of of uh, thinking about fall launch and thinking of mm-hmm. all the things that we need to get done and forgetting mm-hmm. that God really wants to do something awesome and unique in this time and he wants to do something new. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, as I as I press in, right? That's one of my favorite things. Now that's just me. I love new things. I love new challenges and stuff like that. And so that's not, yeah. that's not everyone but. No, I think um, I think I think that's great. And I love the I, I love the word I think the word launch really speaks to that right yeah yeah so um because it's that's that's something new it's exciting it's big right yeah yep. well and you mentioned busyness too when we were when we were talking about this subject earlier mm-hmm. um and kind of what what are your thoughts on that busyness side of things um because we sure. both had well, some I, interesting ideas yeah i think as we're talking about fall fall launch and Summer's ending. We're we're kicking off some new things. We're doing new things. We get we we can get really really busy. And I think in our culture, like being busy is to be important. There's this desire to be to be busy um, that uh, just for the sake of being busy. That uh, if I can say, hey, I'm I got a lot of stuff to do, then I'm uh, I'm just for that. Then I'm missing missing the point. We are going to be busy, but what? There's a lot of things to do, but why are we doing those things? I think that goes down to yeah, the why. Yep. Why are we – we're going to have a big event or a small event or whatever it is or, or micro events, however it is you want to describe it. But what is the point of those things? Yeah. What, what, what are they going to be leading to? And, uh, and, and what's your, what's your uh, the, the thing that you're trying to, uh, to, to achieve and, and go and where are you trying to see your young people uh, grow into? Yeah. No, I love that. And that totally helps, you know, bring us to our next thought, which is how do we funnel all of these ideas and motivations? How do we funnel that down, right, into something that we can really grab a hold of and be a filter? Um, Because though we want to say yes to a lot of things, every year we're going to have to say no to things as well, right? We we don't have an infinite amount of time. And so how do we figure out how we decipher what God wants us to be doing, right? So these two questions that I want to throw out. One question is, how do how do my fall plans advance our ministry goals and lead mm-hmm. our group into the winter and throughout the school year, right? That's mm-hmm. one question. Mm-hmm. The other question is, how do my fall plans equip and build up myself, the youth, and the leaders, Right, I think yeah. sometimes we hit the first two, and we'll get on to it. We'll touch on it a little bit later too, on another point. But we forget about the leader point uh, part of it. Right. We we go well. I got to make sure I can still do these things, and we're like, well, obviously the youth, 
right? But an important piece that we're going to be talking about more today is is caring for those leaders and how does this affect your leaders, right? Absolutely. You need them throughout the whole school year. And uh, how you start off in the fall can kind of project or set a course for, for how the rest of the year is going to go. For sure. I think and, uh, the, the moral of that is uh, love your volunteers. Mm. Love those who are helping you in youth ministry, and we love yeah. you. If you're listening to this and you serve your church and your youth group, like mm. you are mm-hmm. so important. We value you. You are amazing and awesome in any way that as a youth pastor you can uh, show love to those people. That's, man, it's incredible. You got to do it. You yep. got to do it. Yep. Yep. So important. And so needed, right? There's there's so many so many opportunities with youth um that we're never quite feeling like we're able to get enough people to fill those opportunities, right? And so mm-hmm. people being willing to step up and step into that is is paramount, huge. And and when we talk about appreciating our leaders, sometimes it's not always the big things that that mean the most. It's the yeah. little consistent things that you can be doing the thank yous and the uh, positive gestures of, you know, paying for 100%. a meal for a leader meeting or something like that can exactly. speak volumes when that's consistent throughout. So, exactly. um, so going back to this first question, how do my yep. fall plans advance our ministry goals? I guess my th- thought and question to that is, do you have ministry goals and what are they? Right. You know what? Where are you? Where does God? Better question. Where does God have you going as a youth ministry? And then everything that we're doing, right, should be funneling through that. And for Absolutely. me, that's so helpful to not just um, be swimming in a in an ocean, right? But to really understand that there's this river that God wants us to be traveling down. Yep. And and things are going to come you know, using that same analogy off the bank, trying to jump into that river. And we have to be yep. able to say yes to some and no to others because we're heading in a specific direction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's, I think that's so important. Uh, and just that swimming in the ocean, that how you just described that, I think that that's, that's perfect. How, uh, 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 well, let's think about it this way. Um, if you're hearing that and you go like, I don't know what those things are, sit yourself down, Think about your youth group, right? Write it down. Like, what are what are like five things, right? It could be two, it could be three, but but you know, five, think about five. What are five things that my youth need right now, mm. right? Where where is it? My youth group, we need to be talking about speaking loving kindness towards one another, and not and and maybe maybe like being in too many cliques, or maybe there's gossiping happening in in our yeah. youth group. How, how are we gonna what are how are we gonna address that? How are we gonna tell people to to speak yep. the truth in love, those sorts of things. Like, what are those things, uh, uh, those ministry goals that you have for your students, specifically for your students? Because what my students need is going to be different than what your students need or anyone else's students need. you got to just yep. sit down and think about that instead of just grabbing this and this and that. But what yeah. is the specific needs for your kids at that right time, or your students, rather? Yeah, absolutely. Another another word or phrase that I use in place of goals, just because I think oftentimes it can describe it better, is core values. What are the yeah. core values of your youth ministry? Um, because what you value is where you will go, right? Um, yeah. That's just a fact of life for any of us. What we value, it's going to show up in in our life, day-to-day life yep. and, and throughout it, right? So what are the core values that God has pressed on you and your leaders' hearts for your Absolutely. youth ministry? And and my encouragement there is, yeah, don't get lost in the weeds. I'm making them too complicated. You know, like, again, for this Third Thursday podcast, we have three core values that direct what we do and why we do it. We want to connect, we want to encourage, and we want to equip. And so it doesn't have to be super complicated, right? It can be, <laughs> it can be super simple, um, but very effective. And so, yeah. so that's the goals. And then this other questions like the objectives, right? It's so the the second question we asked was, how do my fall plans equip and build up myself, the youth, and my leaders? Right. This is the okay where the rubber meets the road. We have these values, these goals. Yep. Now, how do I live them out, right? Many people Absolutely. have Wednesday night ministries, you know, Sunday morning ministries, special events, things like that, that can kind of start finding their way and, and fitting 
Um, but why? Why do you do those things? And then how can they actually help the why, right? Yeah, and I think I think it might be counterintuitive to us to think, oh, we're putting myself first mm. in this list. One of the ways that uh, 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 you're going to build up you yeah. and then the youth and then your 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 leaders. Uh, and we might go, oh, we, uh, I got to be humble. I got to put myself at the bottom of this. But mm. how are you in your weekly uh, uh, actions and movements just sitting mm. down and going, like, I got to prep for this lesson. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I got I to gotta make sure that I'm having my own devotional time. That doesn't have anything to do with the lesson that I'm going to be teaching or any preaching or anything. But it's just like, God, what, what are you speaking into my life where you are modeling what you would hope? is happening in the homes of your students, right? Where where you're you're in the word, you're praying. I know these are hard things. These are spiritual uh disciplines, which we don't like that word. So what 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 they're 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 spiritual good habits, right? To have these things. You want to be making sure that you're doing that so that you are equipped, so that you are built up, so that then you can serve your leaders and your youth yeah. and their families. And uh, uh, setting that time aside, and then and then if you do that, if you're if you are building yourself up in your relationship with the Lord, then your youth and your leaders that will all it's 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 just like dominoes. It will it will uh, uh, grow into those other relationships that you have. So don't mm -hmm. neglect yourself. I'm not saying that it, this is some prideful thing where you go, look how great I am. No, it's just understanding that if we're going to lead others, we're going to have yeah. to make sure that we're setting time aside for yes. ourselves to really grow in our relationship with the Lord. Because if you're dry and you're trying to feed people, you just can't, you yep. can't, it's, yep. you're, you're going to, and you're going to die on the vine, man. You're going to get burned out. And that's yeah. terrible. We don't want that. Right. We want to be overflowing, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of, instead of pulling from, reserves that don't exist anymore absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah right and so i think that is a, a piece that gets missed quite often as well totally 100 uh, percent agree with you and how do your fall plans provide space for you to stay healthy for you to be yeah leading from a place of fullness yep um, yep yeah all right, so when we ask those two questions, that might be where most people end up stop with this podcast, and you're like, shoot, man, I got to figure those things out. And that's great. <laughs> Do that. You know, hit pause right now and, and start, you know, noodling and praying on Write what God, God would have for you there. Um, because those two really set the course. That's mm -hmm. what I hear you saying, Ben. Um, and, and that's what was in my head, is they really set the course for where you're going. And if we can't answer those two questions, we can be busy bringing it back to one of those previous points, right? But right. are we going to be effective, right? And we yep. want to be effective in our busyness and so and have balance. Yep. And so yep. Yep. when we look at the school year, right, what are some different things, Ben, that are on your heart, on your mind of different uh, attributes or um, different ways that a youth ministry kind of ministers or sure. or lives out their uh, values throughout the school yeah. year. Yeah, I think we think about uh is there is there going to be a theme, right? Mm. Are we going to have um any uh, uh, where's the direction you you you've you've created we want you to have core values, create those core values, what's the goal, where's the needs are for and then out of that what's a theme for that school year, right? Um, uh, and that can be connected to your teaching plan, whether you're creating that on your own or if you're using curriculum. And there's some mm. great curriculum out there that has themes for that you can use. If you're a creative type and you want to create your own theme, go for it, right? Yeah. Just make yep. sure that it's funneling through those core values and the 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 mission and and the needs of your people in that in in this season in this year in this school year so i think i think theme um is important um and and uh that's one thing for sure yeah what are some different curriculums that you've interacted with i have a couple in my mind um but sure. do you do you write your own i have some different friends that write their own uh curriculum you know um right. and then i have others that really leverage and and lean on 
um, you know, curriculums that were written by professionals, meaning I'm, I'm not a professional curriculum writer. Maybe someone listening is, and props to you, man. I don't know if I could ever do, do that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've used, I've used orange in the past, um, which I, which I enjoy some of it. Um, you can, you can find criticism about any curriculum you want. And yeah. I can sit here and highlight things about orange or, and, yep. and criticize it as well. Uh, a, a, a true identity. I don't even know if it exists anymore, but that was David C. Cook's yeah, curriculum. Yep. And um, years back, I, I actually helped kind of beta test that uh, um, and helped kind of format some of that back then. Um, and that's 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 a good curriculum. I know that uh, Christian Missionary Alliance, don't we? I know their children. Does the youth have its own curriculum too? And forgive me if I'm being not not yet. You know, nope. That's a great right. question. Not yet. Um, they've they've um, they've partnered with other curriculums in the past, right. in the sense of promoting. Um, mm-hmm. So they haven't partnered in the way uh, you brought up the children's ministry for the Alliance Alliance Kids. They've right. partnered with Discovery Land, um, mm-hmm. and so that's a great curriculum. If you're wanting uh, children's ministry uh, curriculum, go check out the CMA website and go look for the discovery land Alliance kids, um, curriculum. It's awesome. We use it at our church. Um, download youth ministry is another one that, uh, that I've used in the past that they do, I think a really good job kind of filtering out and having quality, um, as well as I've done, I've kind of stepped away at different, at different seasons, from the um, the big curriculums, as I would call them, yeah. and instead kind of set out and and utilize other resources, yeah. um, because of a specific, as we mentioned earlier, a specific theme, right, or a specific idea that that God's laid on our hearts, myself and my leaders, that we want to see our youth press into this aspect more um, throughout the year, and so this year is one of those years. We're going to utilize the book Essential Truths of the Christian Life. Yeah. And so this is an awesome, awesome, awesome book. It has 17 chapters, and it's just what it sounds like. It takes you through the essential truths of the Christian life. And one of my thoughts that I had with my leaders and then some some key youth that I talked to about this prior to deciding on it mm-hmm. um, is if the fundamentals of the Christian faith doesn't get you excited— doesn't get you um, filled up with passion and excitement and and courage and things like that, then we really need to, in my opinion, need to take a step back and and look at what our faith is. And that's yeah. been a challenge to myself. That's not a challenge necessary to anyone specifically. That's a challenge that I've um, faced on my my own faith is if the fundamentals of what it means to follow Jesus and what he has done doesn't get me up in the morning and get me excited, then I need to examine where my faith and relationship with Jesus is at, right? And so yeah. we're excited about stepping into that. So if, if anyone wants another resource, Essential Truths of the Christian Life, 17 Lessons. And so that's a it's a discipleship resource that is just uh, super, super awesome. And uh, it it goes with another series by uh, Joel Van Hoogen and Charles A. Cook, and so um, Pathway to That's the Soul. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you can find you can find books to to, to kind of be a launching pad for for a curriculum. Um, yep. We're doing in the fall. Our plan is to do a series called Questions Jesus Asked. Ooh, we're just kind of yeah. going through and just pulling out these questions and then it's kind of kind of be a survey then of the gospels yeah the pull those there and then uh, uh and that happens to just go in line with my senior pastor he's going through the gospels in chronological order so mm. then we're kind of going to be hitting on some things that either he is getting to or going to get to and and i think that that's that's always good stuff too so yeah so I'm not using a whole lot of curriculum right now. I use it every once in a while. Summer right now, we're yep. doing a, a piece of curriculum, but in the in the school year, we're we're gonna we're gonna do that. And then I'm wrestling with starting doing something on Genesis, especially oh, just with about uh, with everything happening in regards to 
uh, men and women and relationships mm-hmm. and, and, and all of the confusion that goes on that we're seeing in the culture, just going back to Genesis and saying, yeah. look at the creative order that God has. And, and yeah. that's, that's an area where I look and go, that's something we need to be talking about our students. And that's an essential truth. Yeah. Right. So I think, I think those essential things, you don't have to rewrite the book. Just, uh, <laughs> you don't have to create anything. Just go to the essentials and you can never fail. I'm so happy you went there, went back to that of, right, we can get lost in curriculum really quick. And mm-hmm. I think one of my biggest encouragements to any any youth leaders out there is don't get lost in the weeds of curriculum. We're trying to teach youth what God has said, yeah. who he is, and what he wants for us to be doing in service of him. And... Um, Right, following him, have a relationship with him. What does that mean? What does that look like? We have yep. the greatest resource already, and I think sometimes we can get lost and stepping out, and um, and forget that it's it's about God and His Son Jesus, Holy Spirit, and His Word right there in front of us, teaching and learning as we teach as well. And yeah. uh, uh, so important. Curriculum is just a fancy word for teaching. And, uh, right, we're leveraging something to try to to get something across, and that can be really good, but not to the detriment of of teaching the Word, right? So, um, so as we look, there's some different expressions throughout the school year, right, of of how youth ministries navigate um, the school year. And so we've talked about the theme and curriculum. Right there's some other aspects I wanted to throw at out at you. We already kind of mentioned caring for leaders, and so I want to unpack that a little bit more. But also there's rhythms of the school year, right? We yeah. have holidays, sports, concerts, all that kind of stuff. Um, school calendars, uh, huge shout out to our Get schools. It. Vast Find majorities it. of schools do a really good job of scheduling things out a long time in advance. Like our district calendar for our school district comes out months before the school year ever starts. And so if, uh, if you're planning for the school year and you don't download or print out the district school calendar in your area, highly, highly encourage you to do that. You got to do it. Yep. Yeah. You got to want to compete, right? No, print it out. Put it on your wall. You have it there. If anyone asks you, yep. when's, when's, when's your Easter break? When's your spring break? When's yeah. the Thanksgiving break for, for your students in your area? You want to know that. So then you can see, oh, am I going to add an event here? Yeah. Uh, am I going to do something because kids are out of school? How can I, how can I use their, their break to, to, to connect with students, to connect with my leaders, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. I mean, you just have to have that knowing when the sports teams are there so so that you can go when the sports seasons are so you can go and see your students who are playing on the football team or whatever you can go and catch a game yeah and and yep. and you can be there with them and that plugs you in just the community at large too and i think that's really mm. really important certainly for us in the rocky mountain district we're in we're in uh, uh, montana wyoming and Dakotas and stuff, right? We're, we're, we're all in these areas where we are mostly smaller towns, smaller yep. churches. Shout out to Idaho as well. Idaho, Idaho as yep. well. I forgot. I, I forgot. Don't, don't, don't forget Idaho. And, <laughs> uh, brother lives in Nampa. It's good. And, yep. and, uh, uh, getting out there to, to the, those sporting events and people see you and go, who's this guy? Oh, he's, he's the youth pastor for, you know, the linebacker over there. He's here supporting. And that. Yeah. That speaks volumes to that student, their parents, the family, everyone. It's it's awesome. Don't miss yep. those opportunities. Yep. Yeah, a wise mentor of mine once said, ministry is often about strategic presence. That's it's good. not always the fancy words that you can come up with or the best questions or the best events, but can you be present in the life of the people you're ministering to and with? Yep. Right. Strategic yep. presence. And that's what that's what I hear you saying, right, is be strategically present. Know the sporting calendars, know the district calendars. If you're not great at that stuff, print it out, put it in your phone. Yep. Right. Um, not everyone remembers everything. We all have different <laughs> things that we 
latch on to and remember really easy and other things that we struggle with. Put it in your phone. Everyone's got a phone pretty much that I know. Do you know anyone without a phone, Ben? I mean, uh, older than 20 years old, I should say. I don't I, I didn't no, I don't know the Unabomber or anyone like that. No. No, no right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, right? So leverage those things have strategic presence 100%. Understand the rhythm of your district, your school district, and, and how yep. that year goes. Because um, that's going to help. And that's what I mean. Like, we don't want to compete with those things. We want to encourage our kids to be involved, to be connected, to have relationships. Because that's where they're going to have some of the best opportunities of their life to share the gospel, right? To Heck share yeah. what they've been learning, to share what God's been doing, um, and to share their faith. So, we want we want to support those things and be a part of them. As we look at it. a calendar, right, obviously some trips and things like that are on the horizon for some ministries, maybe many ministries, um, whether it's a missions trip or a retreat, maybe it's a one-day event, a fun fun activity and things like that. And so, what do you got coming on in your calendar, Harry? Like, uh, what we, are some things you have coming out in the next yeah, that's in, a great in school question. year for um, you? We do what's called fifth quarter parties. Yeah, and so home football games Friday nights. Um, after the football game, we host any and all youth that are in our community to come over to the church, and we have you know a bunch of food, a bunch of outdoor activities going, a bunch of indoor awesome. Xboxes and Nintendo Switches and board games, cards, everything. It's just we have laser tag guns, um, yeah, nine square going, and we yeah. just try to connect to the to the community um the biggest piece to that is connecting with the school building a relationship yep. with the with the district superintendent with your principals the uh athletic director Heck right yeah. we have an awesome we have awesome administration here in Sydney Montana and uh they're all fantastic and been great to build relationships with them and from there there's a trust a trust level right Yep. And so you can start sharing different things that you're doing. And uh, we're blessed you... to have administrators that, that advertise and share different events that we got going on, like the fifth quarter party. Totally. And yeah, so uh, uh, how did you build those relationships, right? I mean, that doesn't just, that's just mm-hmm. not, that doesn't just drop out of the sky. Yeah. Right? Uh, how did you, how did you, what are ways in which you got in where you were able to build those relationships with the school administrators and teachers, ADs, et cetera? Yeah, right. Um, so we talk about strategic presence, right? And that doesn't yeah. just apply, again, to, to kids or to parents. It applies to everyone in your community. And so um, going and, you know, having a little courage to call them up and ask to have lunch with them and things like that are great ways. But I found the best ways is to go and serve. To yeah. um, You'll get opportunities to sit and chat. That will happen. That will just naturally happen when you place yourself in a in a spot where you're serving an area that they're overseeing. Yeah. And so when we're talking about schools and school administrators, being willing and offering up and volunteering to go serve in the school, whether it's sitting at a booth, whether it's helping out with tickets at a sporting event whether it's helping with tutoring, whether it, you know, it's so many different opportunities for people. You could go coach, um, things like that. Inroads to the school, in my opinion, best come when you serve. Go and serve at your school. And when you do that, again, those conversations will come. Those opportunities to go have lunch and things like that will just naturally come up. And that's what it, you know, we're talking about building a relationship, not just an acquaintance, right? Yeah. And so it takes more time and effort than just a, a phone call. And uh, I think we're moving further and further away from the day of just because you have pastor in your title means everyone trusts you and everyone respects you, right? And Indeed. so who you are as a person, and in many ways it's a good thing, right? Just because you have that title doesn't mean you're a good person, right? We'd hope mm-hmm. we'd want that to be true, right? But living that authentic Christ-like life outside of the church building is where you're going to have the greatest impact. Yeah. yeah. Many times. Yeah, and, and essentially what you're, what you're saying is you, you go to the administrators, you go to the school, and you say, hey, how can we serve you? Well, here's an opportunity to serve. I'm going to serve because they are thinking you're coming in. They're like, 
oh, there's a person from the church. The church wants something from me. Yeah, right. They want something from me. But instead, you just you flip that script and you go, hi, yep. what can we want to serve you? How can yep. we serve you? What is the need? Is there a tutoring? Is there this? And, I mean, you can get involved in that, but if you get other people in your church involved in that, I mean, that that makes so much of a difference. And then those administrators see you as a valuable part of their ability to serve their students, right? Yep. And yep. then and then you're there and you have opportunity. It's great. Go in and ask them, what do you yep. need? We want to serve you. And they'll, you'll blow their mind. They, they, they're not expecting that at all because everyone wants to come and take. That's what yep. they, that's, that's their uh, uh, yep. general existence. You know, people yep. want from them. Well, and then you're getting in that close proximity to the youth that you're serving as well, right? You're getting those yeah. opportunities, that strategic presence again yep. of how can you care for, how can you love on, how can you help, um, how can you share? Um, yeah. And so serving and that. serving obviously requires, you know, no strings attached, right? It requires mm-hmm. you to go and want to serve for the sake of, of building relationship and serving mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, authentic, so, so, authenticity. Yeah. So, so yeah, you've got, you've got trips and other events and things. Mm-hmm. You've got something that's, that's kind of community oriented around fifth quarter. I love that idea. That's a great idea. Um, other trips, whether it be a missions trip or, or retreats or, or things. Um, um, and then I would le- like in regards to a retreat, Right. Mm. Uh, you either take your whole group, right, or you can go. I'm gonna. I just want to pour into one segment. I yeah. want my my ninth graders, right? They just came in freshman year of high school. I want to get them, or I want to get my juniors and seniors, and really just, I yep. want to build up these older and uh, 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 young people who are going to be our leaders, and we want to identify those leaders. So we're gonna we're gonna have a little retreat like that, or a missions trip. Um, my group. Uh, here in Bozeman, where we plan on our spring break, which is in March, to go on a on a missions trip, we're going to be going to an Envision site uh, mm. uh, in uh, Minneapolis. That's where we're where we're uh, trying to lock that in. But uh, that's something that we do, and um, and then we identify leaders through that, and and then we have training sessions throughout the fall as we prepare for that in the winter. And so it's just it's good stuff. Yeah, have those things planned out. Uh, around that calendar and working with the rhythms of the school year as well. And then you're solid. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent agree. Right. And so as you're planning those things, we have to find the gaps. That's why we were talking previously of the rhythms of the school year, right. Mm-hmm. Is, is trying not to compete with those. Um, it can be tough. The schedule fills up really fast. And so as you're filling up your schedule, we have some more questions for you. Questions are amazing. They unlock some amazing answers. And so a couple different questions for those that are listening right now, as you're putting your calendar together, how does this school year calendar advance the ministry goals and or core values that God has placed on your youth ministry? Mm -hmm. Right. And then as you look at your schedule, are there things on there that aren't advancing those values or those goals? Right. That's where that's a spot or a place where we can say no to something and say yes to something else. Yeah. Right. Another great question is, how does this fall in its more condensed version? How does it lead us into the winter season? Mm -hmm. Right. As you were sharing, you have kind of a curriculum and a theme that you're going to be running this fall. You know, how is that going to lead into what you're doing in the winter? Is it going to carry on? And then you're going to need to look at how it connects to the spring. Um, are you going to be shifting gears when you get into the winter months, the December, January, February months? And yeah. how does this help get you to that place where it's a nice, smooth transition? Right? So that's question number two. And then question number three, how does this fall care for your leadership team? So we've talked about yeah. making sure you have balance, right? We've talked about how, you know, we we talked about curriculum and teaching, Right. We talked about um, rhythms and understanding the sports and the concerts and all that stuff going on for the kids. We talked about trips, retreats that are going on for the students. And so we come back to this subject again for caring, you know, caring for our leaders. How um, does this fall care for our leadership team? Are there events on your calendar 
that are specific to your volunteers? Are there, are there aspects of what you do on a regular basis that are specific to your leadership team? And so I'm curious, Ben, what, what are your thoughts on that last one there, right? The first two questions I think are pretty self-explanatory and we've kind of unpacked those quite a bit, right? Right, How's the school year advance your goals? How does the, you know, fall plan lead you into the winter? Um, But how does your fall plan care for your leadership team? I think is a, a great question to ask. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I went once school starts in August for us, um, and then and then I give it about a month, and then kind of all the families. It takes about three to four weeks before families in our in, uh, uh, really I think to get into the groove of school, and yep. then September rolls around, and then we have the the holiday weekend there, and then right after that, I generally do some sort of training weekend where it's a Saturday or a Sunday after church. We invite our, our youth team in. I also do this for children's ministry as, as well. And we do a a, a year training. It's an on-ramp for new people. I'm in the summer. I'm identifying, I'm looking for new leaders Um, for our youth group in the summer. We do some teaching, we do some games and, and we, we take a break from, we call them rally points, but there are small groups and we yeah. don't do small groups in the summer, uh, generally because I lose some of my college students. We're at college down here in Bozeman, so uh, some of my leaders are gone, and we just don't have the numbers to be able to do small groups that we how we want to. So we wait for the fall, but I'm identifying new leaders, getting them in, training them up, mm. and then and then launching that and and getting that getting that going. So have that. Uh, we're going to uh, Missoula. Uh, a Mac, uh, Missoula Alliance Church for the uh, Download Youth Ministries. I, the yep. acronym is longer than I can think of it, but the yep. youth we're training hosting, event. We're a host site for that same youth oh, yeah, training man. event. I yep. knew you had talked about that, but I didn't know if you had. Uh, it's uh, official. That, that's awesome. yep. Oh, man. That All is you the, Eastern Montanans, North Dakotans, South Dakotans, even Wyoming, if you want to come on up, you're welcome to join us. Just listen, listen to me now. You want to go. You want to go to that. You definitely uh, want to go. You absolutely want to do that. Go to downloadyouthministry.com, and then you'll see yep. like volunteer training events. You can click on that. Yep. There's a map of the country. Yep. There's, it's all over. It's, it's great. called the National Day of Training. <laughs> volunteer Training. Yeah, it's because they have the acronym. It's super long. Oh, yeah. National Day of Volunteer Youth Ministry Training is the <laughs> full title. Just to make sure that we're saying it accurately. It's September 23rd, 2023. It's a one-day event that is just packed with amazing resource and encouragement for our youth volunteers and leaders. So, Yeah, yeah and we're not, we're, not, we're, not, we're, we're just plugging this out of our own because we've been there and we know it's good, right? This, 100%. Yeah, that's, that's it. So... So, so uh, do that, uh, uh, but but just having an opportunity to train your leaders, mm-hmm. and then um, and then find out that time where you can take one out, where you take you just rotate them through, take them out for coffee, get send them a little card, mm-hmm. snail mail, snail mail. I'm all about it. Writing them a card where they get it in the mail, where it has a handwritten note with like mm. five dollar. Starbucks gift card, or you know, hey, if your budget's yep. real low, just a thank you card in and of itself. They they will take a bullet for you if you if you yep. do stuff like that. They'll do what whatever you ask because yep. they know that you you care for them. One of the great blessings of having a family is the blessing your family can be on others. Invite invite your volunteers over for a meal at your house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and let your family love on your volunteers. It's one of the yeah. greatest greatest things that I've seen. God provide is opportunities for my family to love on people by inviting them over and just letting my family and its energy and excitement and exuberance and things like that just love on people. Yep. And um right that that fits into everyone's budget pretty much that I know of, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that's invite so them good. over for a meal. It doesn't have to be everyone at the same time. It could be do a cookout for everyone, um, but you can you can offer more uh, you know intimate times of good conversation and things like that by just you know inviting you know just a couple over at a time and things like that too. So 
Um, That's right on. That's right on. That is so easy. And also then your family is blessed by them too. It yeah. Works. It, right. it works both ways for sure. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I want to... I want to bring this back around and, and just review really quick. We've covered a lot it. of different things today, right? The conversation for today, again, was preparing for fall launch. How do we step into this and step into it well, right? And so we've talked about opportunities and things like that. Two main questions that we posed at the beginning that we want and encourage, we want for ourselves to start with and encourage anyone else, um, any other youth leaders to, to start with, right, is how do your fall plans advance the ministry goals and core values God has laid out for you. Mm -hmm. And then also how do your fall plans then equip and build up yourself, Mm -hmm. the youth and your leaders, right? So how basically what does God want for you? Do your fall plans follow in those goals and core values? And, and how are you going to step out and do those things? And so as we look at that, then we looked at some different, uh, avenues, um, that most youth ministries kind of go through and navigate throughout the school year, right? What's your theme and curriculum, teaching, um, and all that good stuff. How are you going to care for your leaders? Understanding the rhythms of your school and school year. What are some trips or retreats, you know, one-day event, things that you're going to be doing. And then as you're compiling your whole calendar together, understanding that we still want to look at it through the lens of what has God called your ministry to, the goals, yeah. the values, and yeah. be able to filter out what is going to advance what God has called you to, and maybe what isn't. Maybe it's, there's something that you've done for four years in a row that you've you know, figured out that this doesn't really press forward you know, what God has for us, and it's time yeah. for something new. Right? Yeah, you, call that a, do... you call that a sacred cow. Yeah, right. Yeah, if you've been doing those things for so long, <laughs> and we've been doing it, and then you go, why? Yep. Why are we still doing it? Might yep. be time to to get rid of that thing. It was yeah. good. It's not bad, but sometimes you need that change for sure. Amen. Amen to that. And it can be tough, especially when you've done it and you have great memories of it being done. Right? Yeah. That can be that can yeah. be a the difficult difficult hurdle sometimes, but a necessary one as we want to be purposeful, intentional in everything that we're doing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so really all of this, right, is being funneled through this this common goal that all youth ministries have, right? Which is helping new and returning students connect with mm-hmm. where God is leading, right? And the ministry that they that God has for them. Right. And yeah. so um, that, that, I mean, that's our goal. Everyone has uniqueness within that, right? But how do we help students connect with God to what he is doing and where he's leading them? And yeah. so build relationship with them and all that good stuff. And so I guess I would say that at the end, my encouragement to anyone listening is don't get lost in the weeds of I've got this huge checklist I've got to get done and there's so much to do and I, I don't have time and energy. Remember, we're here to love on our youth to help yeah. show them who God is, yeah. to point them to the source that's going to bring them the happiness, the joy, the peace, the love that we can never give in its fullness like God can give. Only that's God right. can give all those things in their fullness. And mm-hmm. that's what we're, we're, we want students to connect to that and to have that relationship, submit to that leadership and authority in their life. And so... Um, yeah, three questions that we want to have at the end of every episode. No matter what we talk about, three questions that are going to help you um, in navigating <clears throat> youth ministry is how does what we talked about, how does this affect you? How does this affect your leaders? And how does this affect your students? Whenever you're coming up to making a decision, those are three questions yeah. we just always want to keep at the forefront. How does this affect you? How does it affect your leaders? How does it affect your students? And so with it. all of that said, Ben, how do you feel? We just feel uh, great. we came to the close yeah. uh, of our very first episode. Do you have any parting thought that you want to have uh, or, th- or that you have for any of our youth leaders out there? Oh, man, I just get get your core values down, run it through the mm-hmm. Great Commission, Great Commandment, have the gospel in there. And just know that that's the most powerful thing we got is the gospel. Yes. Power to transform lives and... Uh, Man, that's why 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 I'm here. It's because of the Amen. power of the gospel. And let's never for 
let's never forget it that Jesus' blood it's not some it's not tap water it's uh, powerful to transform lives and when we're in the thick of it and we're thinking about events and things we're getting all busy and all that stuff sometimes mm. we can think oh man can can people really change and the answer is yeah. yes and it's because Amen. of the gospel and yeah. and I think that's what we're wanting to funnel everything through and the, as we're serving people and again I think yes. those last three questions how does this affect you how does this affect your leaders how is this going to affect your students and where are you going to going to pour in to mm. uh, uh, build young people up and and we also want to see souls saved man yeah I mean that's that's it that's beautiful that's beautiful I love it Again, this is Third Thursday Podcast, Episode 1. Yeah. Our goal here is to connect, encourage, and equip our youth leaders. This is a resource of the Rocky Mountain District Christian Missionary Alliance. Again, my name Woo-hoo. is Harry Ozarek, youth point person here in the Rocky Mountain District, and Ben. Ben, ben McEntee. McEntee. Yes. Say, <laughs> say, it, say my last name. Just say it. Come on. Come on. He doesn't want to say it. It's Ben McEntee. McEntee. I just wanted yes. to see what he'd say. <laughs> Listen, no one can spell my last name, all right? I know, hey, man, I know, I know. Listen, <laughs> if if uh, if you like this podcast and you want to... Is this going to go up on, like, Apple? Is it going to be yeah, up it, on everything? Uh, we hope for it to go up everywhere, yeah. Yeah, well, for, perfect. Listen, I think it should. Then then we want you to just try and spell Harry's last name. There you go. Leave that in the comments, Leave whatever. Leave it in the comments. <laughs> Do it, Ozeric. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say it yeah. one more time for the people out there, Ozeric. Yeah, right? yeah. And yeah, a hint, a, it's there, Polish. There's, there's a it's silent Polish. Q in there, I think. I think. No, that's not yep. true. That's not true. Next episode, we'll have we'll have a challenge to spend uh, spell Ben McEntee's last name. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you all for joining, and uh, yeah, God's blessings on you all. And uh, we'll see you next time. Next time. Thank you for listening to the Third Thursday Podcast. We hope you feel connected, encouraged, and equipped to reach students with the gospel. You can find more resources at rmdcma.com youth. If this content was helpful for you, make sure to share it with a friend. See you next time.